I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Sources with Boyd Matheson. Next is now. We are looking at looking at what is next right now. Starting today, the Weber Remembers exhibit will kick off in Ogden. The Major Brent Taylor Foundation has planned this as a tribute to the lives lost on 9-11. KSL News Radio's Jeff Kaplan will be broadcasting live from the event today, and he joins us now to tell us just a little more about it and uh, share a couple perspectives with us. Jeff, thanks for jumping on early. How are you, Boyd? Uh, we just got set up. We're in between two buildings. The building on the right is a museum, a pop-up museum that should be open for months. It's so amazing and tells the story so thoroughly through multimedia. But it's only open for three days, 8 p.m. on September 11th here at the Weber Fairgrounds. They close it down, they break it down, and it's worth seeing on Saturday. Tomorrow after 4 p.m., families are invited. Today after 4 p.m., families are invited. It's school kids on class trips, and I'm watching these little children stream by between the two buildings because in the other building, Boyd, it's all service organizations and first responders with their booths. And to volunteer and learn about organizations that do marvelous things, and it's taking something horrible and creating good from it. I am so proud to be here today. Yeah, it is a uh, it is a great event, a great undertaking, and uh, remembering is so important. And I know Jeff, you have uh, shared uh, some of your feelings from that day. You had a unique uh, perch, so to speak, uh, watching that unfold on 9-11 20 years ago. As you look at uh, that museum, that pop-up museum uh, there in Ogden, what are some of the things that have come to your mind or things that have really resonated with you? Oh, things don't have to resonate with me. They do all the time because, you know, I I am like the walking case of PTSD from 9-11. And walking through the museum last night at a preview, uh, I was just trying to be careful that I didn't break as I saw the pictures and the movies and the perspective. And it's interesting. They juxtaposed it against culture at the time when it happened. Boy, did you know what the biggest story in the news in New York was on September 10th? Oh, I have no idea. Any idea? No idea. Which celebrities would be invited to Michael Jackson's big concert that night at Madison Square Garden? Was Elizabeth Taylor going to show? Was Marlon Brando going to be there? Wow. That was the big news. Wow. September 10th. Wow. Everything changed. Yeah. Everything definitely changed. And this, this museum even shares that perspective and the whipsaw between September 10th and September 11th and even the difference that came from September 12th. 
Yeah, that's something that I, I wanted to ask you about, Jeff. I know you've been thinking about this in, uh, in the way only you can and getting to the essence of it. Uh, we often talk about September 11th, and we sometimes talk about the calm uh, the day before and how life was normal and moving on. But the real magic of America, the real magic of the country, uh, was that September 12th actually came. And September 12th, it was a different New York that I was in. Uh, you know, New York, the hallmark of the gruff New Yorker is you're standing in front of a doorway about to open it, and somebody will say, hey, you going to open that or what? <laughs> it suddenly became, are you okay? Yeah. And people cared about each other. And the rude waiters, who were a hallmark of the city, were suddenly nice and appreciative of you. Republicans, Democrats, it didn't matter didn't matter at all and and that was september 12th and beyond do you remember everybody had a flag on their car yeah. right afterwards yep. do you remember that yeah absolutely i don't know if that was just a new york thing but everybody had a flag that's right and waving from their antenna yeah and just those uh, those great moments the thing i've been struggling with as we approach this 20th uh anniversary this remembrance of of 9-11 is that i i'm very worried uh, we are we have become so good as a nation at moments, uh, you know, moments on the, the steps of the Capitol where all members of Congress came out and sang God bless America. We have these moments after a, a tragic school shooting or a natural disaster, a flood or an earthquake. Uh, we have people rally together uh, in moments. But I really worry, are we able to really flip the switch and get to the movement part of this because I think the challenges we face as a nation now are going to require us to kind of go back to 9-11 but then be able to march it forward together so that we can sustain it over time. You know, I, I don't have any answers and it troubles me that you wonder because it was your wise counsel two weeks ago, three weeks ago, uh, the day all the Marines were killed in Afghanistan. I sat down in your studio and I said, I'm troubled. I don't know how to move forward. And you counseled me that you have to remember and you have to move forward at the same time. Finding the balance is so incredibly important. And that is what my show this afternoon is going to be about, finding that balance. Yeah, it is Here the at the Weber Fairgrounds, where there's a wonderful pop-up exhibit that you really should come see. Even, yes, it's okay to bring your kids. They should know about 9-11 and the memories that we all have. And you should go see all these wonderful service organizations in the other building who are trying to move it forward. We remember on the right side that building. We move forward over on the left. Oh, I love that. It is It is about the power of and, isn't it, that we, we remember and uh, we move forward and we, we do that together. Jeff Kaplan, again, up there at the Weber Fairgrounds. Uh, give us the hours once again, Jeff. Uh, they're going to be running through 8 p.m. starting at 4. The public is invited this afternoon and tomorrow afternoon, and they're open all day on Saturday. And, again, I want to thank you for your wise counsel a couple of weeks ago, Boyd. Oh, thank you, Jeff. I we, appreciate uh, it. We always get to the essence of things uh, when we listen to Jeff Kaplan. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for being up there today. Uh, again, it's Weber Remembers, the exhibit uh, kicking off in Ogden. The Major Brent Taylor Foundation has planned this just amazing tribute and uh, Jeff Kaplan's going to be broadcasting from there all afternoon today. Uh, Jeff, thanks for joining us, and uh, thanks, everyone, for helping us make that happen today. And it is so important. We, we have to have these moments to remember. We have to have these moments of unity. We have to look back. We have to remember. And 
and we have to move forward because remembering is not enough. Uh, having a vigil is not enough. Uh, coming together and, and singing a song or lighting a candle uh, or even doing a good deed on a good day is not enough. If we do not become better at movements in this country, uh, I'm really worried because it is far too easy. Our attention spans are so short. We, we have to lengthen our attention spans and we have to do the hard work and heavy lifting beyond the moment if we're really going to change the direction of the country, if we're really going to improve our lives, our homes, our communities, it is going to require a movement, not just a moment. Uh, and so I hope as we move through this uh, 9-11 weekend uh, that we will remember, that we will look back, and then that we will move forward in a movement together. Uh, remembering uh, words from Gordon B. Hinckley, who said, we honor best those who have gone before by living our lives with excellence today. We're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, Sherry Dew is going to join us, Executive Vice President and Chief Content Officer at Deseret Management Corporation. We're going to celebrate President Russell M. Nelson's 97th birthday, his life, his lessons, his legacy, coming up next on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.